Hello and welcome to Living Life. I want to ask you guys a question. Have you guys ever been tempted to be impressive, to be liked, to be acknowledged? I've wanted to impress people in so many ways. I've been uh, tempted, certainly. I remember uh, with basketball. Um, I made the varsity basketball team when I was a junior in high school, and it was at Yukaipa High School. I was one of like, what, maybe three Koreans. Um, and my coach, who grew up there and you know, was now the coach, said, Sam, I believe you are the first Korean to ever make the Yukaipa High School basketball team. And I remember being so proud of that, right? Um, nobody would ask me about anything about basketball, but I'd be like, hey, did you know that I'm the first, the one and only Korean basketball player to make varsity in Yukaipa High School? And they'd be like, uh, cool. <laughs> I always wanted to be impressive, acknowledged, and liked. While there are downsides and um, sins involved in trying to be impressive to others, in the passage we're going to look at, we see the danger that comes from when we're trying to be impressive to God, when we try to impress God, we see that it is eternally detrimental. So we want to look at this question. Why should we not try and impress God? Let's read the passage together and we'll continue diving into this question. Galatians chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Mark my words, I, Paul, tell you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be of no value to you at all. Again, I declare to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obligated to obey the whole law. You who are trying to be justified by the law have been alienated from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit we eagerly await by faith the righteousness for which we hope. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. You were running a good race. Who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? That kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little yeast works through the whole batch of dough. I am confident in the Lord that you will take no other view. The one who is throwing you into confusion, whoever that may be, will have to pay the penalty. Brothers and sisters, if I am still preaching circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been abolished. As for those agitators, I wish they would go the whole way and emasculate themselves. Um, as we look at this passage, we see that Apostle Paul is speaking to the church um, in Galatia. Um, the church in Galatia um, have been swayed over by some false teachers who taught the law of circumcision, that they need to follow the law of circumcision if they are to be saved, remain saved. Um, and Apostle Paul is saying, no, 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 this is not the case. This is so far away from the gospel that I have preached to you. 
the law of circumcision you see uh, required, I, I don't know the exact number, I think it's around 600 something laws that a person had to keep. And um, it's like that saying, you can succeed 99 times out of 100, but if you fail that one time, everything falls. And much uh, like that, it was the same with the law of circumcision. They had to keep all of the laws, all of them perfectly uh, for them to maintain their salvation, their right standing with God, their righteousness. But you see, um, I have this example that I like to share, which um, I help, it helps me remember, and I think it helps other people to remember that living in that kind of a, a gospel, the law of circumcision, is constantly anxiety-provoking and fear-provoking. I had a car. Um, it was an old car, and it was very well-maintained. The paint was beautiful, the interior was beautiful, and, you know, it was my pride. It was another way I wanted to be impressive. Every time people would look at my car, they would go, wow, that's over 10 years old. I'm like, yeah. They're like, this looks so new. I'm like, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Right? I would wash it every day, wax it. I would always carry like rubbing compound, polish, and a spray wax on my car just in case a bird pooped on it. Or, you know, every single day, I'm, every time I park somewhere, I'm checking to make sure is there anything wrong, anything wrong. And every day I was stressed about it. I was always in anxiety and fear. Even when I left it in a parking lot, even when I'm watching a movie, I'm thinking, what if someone hits my car? Right? What if someone scratches their back on it? Much like that, with the law of circumcision, people were constantly in anxiety and always in fear of, what if I mess up? What if I mess up? You see, in verse 1, Apostle Paul says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. You see, when I hear about the law of circumcision, kind of like it was me with my car when it was an idol of mine, it was not freedom, it was imprisonment. People were imprisoned by this need to be impressive, to uh, work a certain way, perform a certain way. And don't we do that with our reputation and good records? Not only with people, but we do that with God. And that is the biggest issue that Apostle Paul is talking about that I want to share with you all. You see, Apostle Paul is saying, if we try to be good people, and the way we try to have right standing with God is through good works, we too will always have fear and anxiety, and we will never experience freedom. We will always be imprisoned. So then what does Christ offer us, he says? It is true freedom. It is for freedom the Christ has set us free. And the question then comes, freedom, how? Isn't it the question that you and I all have, how? You see, Apostle Paul has made it very clear in so many different letters that it is only by grace, through faith in Jesus Christ, that we're able to stand righteous before God. It is only by grace, through faith in what Jesus Christ has done for you and I, that we're able to stand in right standing before God. Because now that the blood of Christ covers us and the Holy Spirit, the seal of our salvation lives in us, the Father looks upon us and considers us righteous, holy, and blameless for the past, the present, and the future. Here's a saying or um, a phrase I would like for you guys to really chew through, right? Don't just swallow it like it's a smoothie. Chew through it. Um, get all the flavors, the, the subtle flavors, and, and I ask of you to think about this. We do not need to fight for God's approval. 
by grace through faith in him, we get to live as ones already approved. We need not fight for God's approval, like the law of circumcision called, but by grace through faith in the freedom Christ bought for us, we get to live as ones already approved, forever approved. And that's the message we see from verses 1 through 6 that Apostle Paul gets. And in 7 through 12, is connected to this. The question we wanted to look at today was, why should we not try and impress God? The first one, 1 through 6, was because those who do will never gain Christ in that way by trying to impress God. And number two, because those who advocate this are false teachers. We see that uh, uh, Apostle Paul talks about through verses 7 through 12, there are people who are trying to sway the church away from this gospel. This shows that anyone who tries to lead someone away from the truth, though in verse 12, will be better off dead. Apostle Paul said, if there are any, uh, any people who try to lead people away from this gospel of by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the true gospel, then it is better off for them to be dead. Why? I don't think Apostle Paul is just being petty, but I think he's re-emphasizing how important, how important it is to not stray away from the gospel of Jesus Christ that makes us free. So brothers and sisters, may we remember we should not try and impress God because that is not the way to gain Christ, the way to gain right standing with God. It is only by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. If there are any, and if there are any false teachers around you, don't take their advice. Cling to the gospel of Jesus Christ for your life, and that is the way to true freedom. Why don't we head on to the conclusion to end this time together? So brothers and sisters, are you constantly trying to impress God, trying to impress others? I urge you, live not as one who fights for approval, but as one who is already approved in Christ Jesus. Enjoy your freedom that Christ has bought for you. For freedom's sake, for freedom's sake, don't try to impress God. Don't try to impress people. Let me reiterate for you, in verse 12 it says, Apostle Paul is saying, it is better for these false teachers uh, to literally be dead. Why? Because if there are people who really do take their advice, they take them down with them. Those who believe that false gospel, they too will die. So cling to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Every single day, preach it to yourself so that you may not go back to the chains of the old ways, but that you may cling to Christ and enjoy the freedom that he has bought for you. Remember, you do not need to fight for God's approval. By grace through faith in him, you already are approved. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, it is only by your grace, only by your grace through faith in you, Jesus Christ, that we are able to go to the Father, have received the Holy Spirit, are in relation with the triune God. Lord, we thank you for your great mercy. Lord, there are times you want to try and be impressive to you, thinking if I go to church well or if I do this well, then maybe God will love me more. But if we are constantly trying to impress you and live in that way, we will never enjoy the freedom that comes from knowing that we are ones already approved by you. Lord, may we be motivated by grace, not a desire to gain your approval, 
And through that, may we come to know you more. And through that, may we be proper reflectors of you, uh, the proper reflectors of the gospel to the world for your glory. We need you, God. We love you. We praise you. In your name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world and stepping in closer, see each